What up, what up, what up, though? It's your boy T. Smith here, welcoming you to another episode of the TSM Podcast. TSM was created to train, support, and minister, to train your mind, support your goals, and minister to your vision. Man, listen, it is January 15th. We are already halfway through the first month of this new year. I don't know about you, Breeze, but I'm already excited with the progress I don't seen in myself. What you got? Uh, I'm, I feel good. I just got back from L.A. Yeah, how was so, that? It was great, man. I, I feel like I got to get back out there again. I, from riding around out there, that's definitely a place where I want to go out and be able to go do some business outside yeah, it, of here. It sounds like we're going to have to start doing this podcast virtually because <laughs> I guess I ain't going to be seeing too much of Breeze. He done no. been to L.A. quite a few times. I'm still going to be around, but L.A., <laughs> man, it, it, L.A. is nice. The food, the weather, the people, the reefer. Yeah, I, right. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. When I lived, you know, I lived in San Diego. Oh yeah. Uh, for three years, and whenever we would drive up to L.A., it was just, man, it was, it was, it's just a different experience. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it truly is an experience, and it's like y'all live this. Yeah. So every y'all, day. yeah, y'all don't see this as an experience. This is just regular day life. But to me, it's like everyone moves to L.A., so it's not just like one particular race. It's not like they're just infested with blacks, whites, or Asians or Hispanics. It's like everybody moves there so you get a little bit of everyone's heritage you get a little bit of everyone's culture everyone's background you know what i'm saying it's like you don't just go to a bar or a nightclub and that's just that like depending on which area of la you in you're mm-hmm. gonna get a huge diverse background you're gonna get some djs that know 70 percent of the audience here is hispanic so you're gonna hear some spanglish you're gonna hear yeah. some music with english little, and spanish mix you, yeah a little bachata salsa you know you're gonna you're gonna get uh the experience of that you go like a little bit uh, more north towards L- you know what I'm saying it's like when you're in different areas the food it's like you said it's like the food is just my goodness exquisite it is because Man, everything- we, we got a chance to go to Malibu this time oh okay. you already know what time it is yeah the water and the views and man right you got you got to take your lady out there, man. That's what you got to do. Oh, absolutely. Gotta, I, I plan on it. The plan, have your have everything together. Go out there, get a nice Airbnb, some Airbnb somewhere, like mm-hmm. you know, a nice crib. Uh, maybe go out to like Nobu and have like a good dinner on the ocean. Yeah, get you a couple yeah, pan yeah, yeah, scallops. Yeah, yeah. crab roll. I'm listen. I, <laughs> I'm huge on views. It's funny you said that. I'm huge, huge on views. On views, I love views you know what i'm saying it's like I, I i live for the views and so it's like if i'm at a restaurant i love restaurants like you said that's by the beach or by a front where i can yeah. just see a nice scenery you know what i'm saying and i love it so like i love i personally i love sushi i'm a seafood person i this love the, sushi this is the place for you yeah and so it was a place i went to up by venice beach where you sitting outside you know what I'm saying it's not inside but the, the restaurant is outside because it's nice out and it's like you just get a view of the wind or the uh the water brushing up against the sand and it's like not only is it peaceful to see it's just peaceful to hear you hear the birds flying and you just hear that you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm big on view so i'm gonna have to i'm gonna have to take you up yeah, on that yeah sir. bro go ahead and do it malibu noble uh and it like when you're riding out there the scenery is so great like we went drove from la to vegas i mean mm-hmm. from vegas to la and la it's only a couple hours yeah like yeah. four yeah. three and like three three and a half mm-hmm. but um the views, man. You riding through the mountains, you know. You just yeah. be like, man, God was working when he was making all of this. Man, for all real. All them huge mountains and just the scenery, period, man. When you ride through some of them towns, whether mm-hmm. it be at night or during the day, you just be like, wow. This ain't Detroit. Yeah. It's, it, man. <laughs> this ain't Michigan. Man. Michigan is far, far away. Man. 
yeah, our was, views, was, our, you know was, how Drake got views from the six. Yeah, right. We got, I was about to say that. We got views from six ninety six. Right, right. Views <laughs> we, from, we got a broken down freeway. Views from six below. You <laughs> right. hear me? Come we on, get views man. from I seventy five construction. Ain't nothing finished. Bruh. Don't nobody want to drive through no. here. And that's another thing. The roads <laughs> is so nice out there too. Like yeah. you, you really be like just riding and cruising out here. You yep. just want to fall into a pile. Yep. But yeah, man, it's funny you said that because it's like we are already halfway through the first month of this new year, and it's like. Man, I just I, I said this once and I, I fully live by it. 2019 just seemed to fly by. It's like the year flew by. I refuse to let my life do the same. I refuse to let my life just fly by me the way 2019 did. I refuse to let my life be a blur. I refuse to wake up in my 40s wondering where the first 30 something years of my life went. Me not having anything to show for it, not having anything to pass down, no type of generational wealth, no type of currency nothing that'll you know i'm saying nothing that'll just allow me to flourish and to really live uh uh, an impactful life even in my 40s you know i'm saying it's like i refuse to let my life pass me by and it's like you know we're we're at this never-ending cycle where you know some people are already like as usual looking forward to february because you know january didn't start off right or you know it's 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 like it's this never-ending cycle of you always looking forward to what's next because you're not ready to deal with what's now. I be hating that. Those are the same people who it'd be like November or October, and they yeah. be like, "This year already over." You know, we might, mm, might as well get to the next well, year. Yep. I be like, "No, it's not. It's plenty. It's like if it's a game, yep. it's still a whole two quarters left. Exactly. Chill out." And tell that to the Texans. They was down Ooh. twenty. They was up twenty-four Ooh. zip. Burn. So don't right. Don't don't talk to me about <sighs> the impossibility of coming back or thinking that's, that's something saying. already over. Sir, nah. I, I play Madden two twenty twenty, and I sometimes I'm down, but I know it's silly and people don't play video games. But when you play that game, sometimes the game is gonna be on your behind and yeah. you're gonna be down, and you can either reset it and quit like a little yep. child, or you can keep playing and stay in the game and possibly yep. win. I think I think there's there's two types of players when you playing the game and you down like that like you you getting smacked like legit slapped around there's two types of players when you lose and you either going to fuss and complain or you just going to sit there in silence. If I'm getting toe up, I'm just going to sit there in silence, bro. I ain't got nothing to say to you. I typically talk smack, but when you know the dagger is just slowly being inserted into my <laughs> rib cage, Bro, I ain't got nothing good to say. I'ma just sit here and shut up. And as soon as I start creeping back on that lead, then then I'ma start getting my rhythm back going. But yeah, when you when I'm focus. down, yeah. And so like literally, like this, I told you, I I'm, I I started uh um I started to distance myself from certain things and from certain people and from social media during this time. I'm not seeking. Um, gratification or I'm not doing this for attention by any means. I'm the furthest thing from an attention seeker. I'm not boastful or anything. It's just I needed some time to take care of my spirit, man, and I couldn't do that with any distractions. So, like, right now, it's like I'm down in life. You know what I'm saying? Like, I'm down on the game, and when I'm down, I'm just quiet. I got to be self-preserved. I got to keep to myself. I got to make some moves. You know what I'm saying? I got to make some things happen. And then once everything gets back to where I need it to be, then I'm going to pop back out. And I'm not going to pop out like I never left. You're going to know that I was gone. It's not going to – I'm not going to act like I didn't just go ghost for a month or two. You know what I'm saying? But it's like I need you to know that it's necessary for me to work on myself, that this year um, is a year where I'm, I'm in the forefront, where I'm my own priority. No matter what the situation is, I am my own priority. As I'm it pri- should be. Yeah, like I'm prioritizing myself. Being a genuine, concerning person that I am, I tend to put others in front of me. And it's not a bad thing. I don't bash people for doing that. I just, I know I'm so genuine that 
if I can go without, I'd rather give something to somebody because I'm like deep down, I know I don't need that. Yeah, you know what you, I'm saying. You, you and my brother John, y'all like similar and stuff and stuff. Y'all saying both of y'all was military guys. I always say that. Mm-hmm. Um, I can throw my man Justin, who I do the podcast with too. He's a police officer. Mm-hmm. But all of y'all think about other people before y'all think about yourselves. But the thing is, man, you got to make sure you take care of yourself, man. You know, yep. like it's cool to be, you know, y'all, 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 all three of y'all are interested in doing the right thing the right way. Yep. You know, so whether if that means that I got to not have as much as, you know, whatever, so you can be good or so somebody else can be better off. You know what I'm saying? That's where y'all be at. So just yeah. salute just salute to that because it's, it's plenty of people out here who don't who don't subscribe to that at all. Yeah. And it's like it took some doing because, you know, like my contract was eight years. So imagine eight years being taught to be selfless. Imagine eight years of doing for everybody else. Imagine eight years of being trained that if someone around you goes down, you stop whatever it is that you're doing and you go get them to safety. Whether you got to drag them, carry them, haul them, however you have to get them to safety, you have to do it. Meaning right now, your safety is more of a concern than my own personal safety. Meaning I will die trying to protect you before I just let you die because I'm not protecting you. And spending eight years in that, I didn't fully realize until like just last year, literally my contract was 2010 to 2018. So it's like last year was when I first started realizing that I'm my own priority, where I have to learn to start doing for myself, where I have to start taking care of myself. Because like I said, it's so easy for me to help out to others that I didn't realize until sometimes my lady would tell me or my mom would tell me, like you're exhausting so much energy you're exerting so much energy to other people that you're filling everyone else up but then you're going home empty and you have nobody to fill you up so take time to just make sure that they're not taking advantage of the fact that they know because that's that you yeah that's true like you know people will they be like oh i know he gonna he he he, he gonna he got me. You know yeah, what I'm he always cool. he always loaned me twenty dollars. I know T that's gonna not, loan me twenty dollars. Cool, yeah, I I know when I when when me and the wifey going through it, I know I can call on him. He he gonna absorb all of this, and it's like I was so oblivious to it. I was blissfully unaware that I was being taken advantage of. Yeah. So I'm 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 using this time. You know, the first fifteen days, I'm not gonna lie to you, been off to a great start. And not to be, and it's not because I've been hearing. It's not because God has been confirming or speaking to me in certain ways. It's just because I now value myself. Now, when someone asks me to do something, I just say, no, thanks. There's no explanation with it. We talked about that the yeah. first episode. They're, they're just, no. You want to go do this? No. Nah. I ain't got to explain myself. Right. No. You, you want to get together and come watch the game? No. no. Right. Like, and it feels so good. Hey, to bro, just not be able to have to explain or have to go in circles because I used to feel bad about and so did I. constantly It'd be crazy rejecting. when yeah. I hear you talk about that because sometimes people call you and want to hang out and want to do certain stuff and like sometimes you just want to just sit at the crib yeah, and just play Need for Speed and listen to R&B music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and it's like I, I used to, like we talked about last week, I used to feel bad when I used to say no, so now I'm trying to manipulate it to make it seem like there's a reason why I don't yeah, want to. Yeah, or, or, or my, my thing is I'll be like, well, yeah, but maybe I'll maybe I Hit you up later, or maybe I'll come by later. Or right. I hit you up and I hit you up like an just hour to try to cushion the just, blow. Yeah, but yeah, but why? Mm-hmm. If it was them, they'd just be like, no, and then that'd be it. Exactly. So why? 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 I'm mm-hmm. important too. I don't have to mm-hmm. do all that extra. Just be exactly. like, do you want to do this? No, I'm straight. Exactly, and then leave it at that. Call a spade a spade, and leave it at that. But you know what's changing a lot right now? I think what's changing is our expectancy. Our expectancy is changing a lot, man. Like we need to really start expecting 
whatever it is that we're believing for. Like all of these resolutions, all everything's fine and dandy again. Uh, if you listen last week, you'll you'll hear me encourage people make a resolution, make a goal, set a plan, make a mandate or an order, make a demand of yourself. Do it. I highly encourage it. But just ensure that you're following through with it. And the only way to follow through with something is to expect whatever it is that you're putting all of this energy for to expect it to fully come to fruition, to expect something to come to pass. Um, and if you don't, you know, you're just going to repeat this never ending cycle of looking forward to what's next and never really tolerating what's now. And so it's like that's just the effect of expecting. You need to expect something. You you should always be expecting something when you shop, when you do any type of shopping. It's like if you shop online, like through Amazon, as soon as it says it's in transit. You're expecting a male person or you're expecting somebody to send it on your front, to, to on your front uh, porch, your back patio, wherever you design them to sit in your mailbox, whatever you're expecting. If it says it's going to be there in three days, the next three days, you're expecting something. Yep. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like we have to get that same type of sense of urgency when we're expecting. We can't just be sitting around, you know, expecting something to change, but we're not changing. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're expecting the world around us to conform to us, but we're not willing to conform to our circumstances. And so it's like. You just have to change that mindset that comes when you're expecting something great. Like me, I am. I'm expecting I'm expecting something great. And honestly, I can't even tell you what that something is. I'm praying through it. Um, I, like I told you, I'm, I'm in a space. I'm a, a, a sense of isolation right now, not to where I'm barricading myself but where I'm just I'm putting my spirit man first. And if I know that the God in me is not welcome to where it is that you're inviting me to, I'm not going to go. You know, because right now this is what matters to me. And so it's like I'm, I'm expecting something great. And so because I'm expecting there are just certain things that I'm doing, certain things that I'm not doing, things that I'm tolerating, things that I just I'm not tolerating. But nonetheless, I'm not in a place to really explain it. But because I was personally been going through this season of expectation, I felt it necessary to just share with a few of the listeners, you know, like things that helped me. Because a lot of people always will ask me questions. And, you know, I, I was it took me a minute to get around to them. But now I'm at a place where I'm like, yeah, we're, we're going to address this and I'm going to address it on the podcast. Cool. Um, and so people will ask me, like, what 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 can I do um, when you're in a season of expectation, when you're expecting something? What are some things that you can and can't do? And, you know, because I'm expecting you, you can ask any mother, any mother that has kids now, you know, that was expecting a child. They will tell you that there were things that they did that they didn't do because they had to prepare for the child and or children that we're about to come into this world, you know? And so I handle myself the exact same way. I have to say to myself, I'm not going to wait until the baby gets here to start preparing for the baby, you know? So like, I'm not going to wait until I have the job to start carrying myself as a leader. I'm not going to wait until the job interview to start finding uh, a suitable outfit to wear to a job interview. Like I'm going to iron my clothes now. I'm going to press my clothes now to where if they call me and say, what's the soonest you can be there? My guy, I can be there in 20 minutes. I got everything ironed, everything pressed. I just got to, you know, I got to shave. I got to get cleaned up, got to brush my teeth. You know what I'm saying? That's that's about it. But as far as my outfit, as far as a ride, as far as gas, all of that's taken care of. All I'm doing is waiting on the call. And so, like, I'm at a place now where I'm expecting it and it's not the other way around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the first thing, like, out of the three, I got three points that I wanted to share as far as what to do when you're expecting. But the first thing, Breeze, when you're expecting, you got to watch your mouth. You really got to watch what it is that you're saying. All the beans. Man, you got to watch what you're putting out to this world. 
And more than anything, like you said, you, you can't be spilling all the beans. You can't be telling everybody your vision. The sad reality is some people are going to take your bricks just to build their own house. There you go. You got to keep it close to the vest. Yeah. And so it's like you, you, you get so used to speaking so much. You get so used to having an opinion about everything. Now you feel out of place when you keep quiet. Because I used to always wonder, like, I get like I love you know me I love politics I love economics and I love politics not what's going on today <laughs> what's going on today is not politics yeah. the current president is not a politician this isn't politics you know right. what I'm saying this is just morals ethics and whatever it and is that you believe or don't believe and you're abiding by it financial but, gain and him jockeying to give you to get what he wants. right but I'm like this is not that's not politics I actually love studying politics I love mandates executive orders I love uh, foreign policies uh, trade agreements uh, the state of the economy our GDP um, stocks I, I, I truly love actually reading and studying it and it's like so many people have gotten used to having something to say about President Trump that now if they don't say anything, they feel out of place. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like now it's 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 shameful if I keep quiet. He just did something and I haven't said anything about it yet. I got to do something about this. You know what I'm saying? It's like an itch that you desperately need to scratch and it's in a place that you just can't reach it. But to yeah. me, it just gets to a certain point where it's like, man, you don't have to comment on every time because I no. mean, what he's doing, if you can't see that some of the stuff he's doing is wrong then come on you you don't have to say nothing like if a little boy go and he's drawing on the wall you know what i'm saying like that's not what you're supposed to be doing right you know that's what what's understood doesn't have to be explained exactly. you don't have to take your time to keep reiterating or re rehashing old scenarios or events and no. so yeah like exactly no we're gonna make him clean up the wall and tell right. him not to do that no more right that's it like, exactly you don't, you don't have to say nothing like somebody you don't have to just because you don't say nothing don't mean you're not invested in what's going on yep. you know what i'm saying Yep. I, my boss in the Marine Corps told me, he said, never pass on an opportunity to remain silent. Yeah. Never pass on an opportunity to remain silent. Your first right when they arrest you, you have the right to what? Remain silent. silent. You have the right. It is your God-given right to remain silent. Why don't you possess the ability? And then here we go. God gave you two eyes, two ears, and one mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. To do twice as much. Paying attention, looking, right. listening, you know what I'm saying? Right. As opposed to talking. You exactly. even got two nostrils. You can smell a whole bunch of right. You can smell it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you don't always have to speak on everything. <laughs> I like Give that. him a bell of the day, y'all. Yeah, he deserved a bell of the you day. You only got one mouth. So, I mean, you're supposed to do twice as much paying attention, listening, and seeing as you are talking. Exactly. And so it's like because of that, I didn't realize how much I had become so invested into actually speaking. But I was only speaking from a place of, frustration that so many people just don't get it so many people don't understand the bigger picture you know what i'm saying so it's like you really have to learn to watch your mouth if you're expecting something because go figure i'm over here telling people um if you're not well-rounded in the situation it's best to remain quiet but here it is i'm telling them what to do so now i'm speaking you know what i'm saying so now it's in the sense i'm condemning them like i'm trying and it's like i wasn't purposely doing it but nonetheless i was doing it it's like i know more than you in this area and i'm keeping quiet so it's best that you just shut up too mm. and i got real convicted in that because it's like this is just a topic that i truly enjoy speaking about but you guys are taking this and turning it into something that it's not that's where my frustration comes it's like if you don't know 
anything about any type of scenario, not just politics. If you don't know anything about the person that everybody's talking behind their back, if just you, chill. Yeah, just just chill, just relax, just keep your mouth closed because if if you're not putting in whatever you're putting out, you're gonna get back. Exactly. So if you put in this negative energy out there, if you put negative vibes, you know the two most overused phrase in 2019 is vibes and energy. Here if, you go. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> those those were the two. Let's stop in 2020. Let's stop using vibes and energy out of context. Okay, everything is not a vibe. <laughs> Everything is not energy. Hey, okay. We had 20 minutes. We gotta we gotta take this part. This gotta be your snippet. Okay, cool. I, I got I'm, you. I'm gonna snippet on my page. He's like, everything is not a vibe. Everything right. is not about energy. It's not because it's like we, we get so invested into that and hear me. I understand the people that abide by that, but it's like Everything isn't that. <laughs> not everything is because of the energy. Not everything is because of your vibe. I get you were born this day at this time, but not everything is because you a Leo. Not everything is because you're a Capricorn. Sometimes you just got some stuff that you dug up from your past that you just refuse to deal with. And your attitude, not your energy, your attitude is clashing with your circumstances. That's all that is. Me being a churchgoer, being a PK, I used to tell people all the time, look, some stuff just ain't the devil. Why y'all be putting his name on stuff? Like, just because you got a flat tire, that wasn't the devil. Yeah, you right. didn't check your tire it, pressure. It happens. <laughs> you know what it I'm happens. saying? Life I, happens and you keep living. You failed that test. The devil didn't make you fail the test. You didn't study, bro. It go back to the football thing. Like, if you haven't, you in the game and you playing, you down 14 points yeah. in the third quarter. That's not the devil. The, the, the game just didn't go your way. Exactly. You got to keep playing. Like, okay, so so you lose exactly. it. So what you going to do? You going to complain? Or you exactly. gonna or you gonna run this post fade and hit him, right? And make sure the safety not over there, so you don't right. throw an interception. Exactly. But no, everything's the enemy. The it's enemy a, trying to the, get you. So some church folks, church folks be killing me with that. I'll be like, they do. It's a it's it's raining outside. Right. It it happens. Right. You slip and fail because it was raining and your shoes didn't have no traction. Right. And, you and, didn't slip and fall because the devil tried to kill you. And you didn't look at you didn't look where you was walking. <laughs> you know. Exactly. Sometimes you gotta walk on the snow to avoid the ice. Yeah, I'm, I'm going to send you this clip, bro. Yeah. I'm going to send you this clip. But, yeah, it's like you just really got to watch what you say. You got to watch what you put your mouth on and who, what people you put your mouth on. I was just going to really say, gotta watch I just was gonna say um, sometimes we can, like, throw salt on our own game. Mm. Like, you got something that you expecting. You expecting a blessing. You're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing this. And then, and then you know, maybe going to what you said, you talk about this person or that person or throw salt on something else. And you don't get your blessing, right? You know what I'm saying. So me, I'll be like, when I if I know I got something coming down the pipe, man, I, you know, my close people, I share it with them, and I just keep it moving. Exactly. I got like two or three people, like offline, you being one of them, that I'll tell about the things that I'm going through, that I'll tell about my fasts, um, that I'll tell about things that I'm praying for, because I want you to touch and agree with me. I got certain, like a, a handful, like a select handful of people that I can tell fully, because it's like. Imagine you and I, Grand Valley, right? Grand yep. Valley State. Imagine Go you Lakers. and I. Imagine you and I both graduate Grand Valley State the same year, same GPA, same honors, with the, the same degree, right, in the same field. This job opens up. There's only one position available. I find out about the position, and you like, T, what you got up? None about to go apply to this position. You know, they got one spot open up, so I'm just, I'm really praying for it. And you like, oh, that's what's up. A week later, they tell me I ain't get the job, but I see you posting. I just got this job. You know, I heard about this job. And it's like, that's my fault. There was only one position left. 
You obviously had no knowledge about it before me telling you. But as soon as I told you about it, you took some of my bricks and started building your own house. So you really got to be careful with who you allow into your life, into your circle in this season. If you're in a season of expectancy, if you're expecting something, everybody can't know about what it is that you're expecting. Because if they're expecting it or if they weren't thinking about it until you mentioned it and they try to take it and run off with it, you're going to be in your you're going to get in your own head and you're going to cause your own frustration. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like my like the old folks would say, you're drinking poison expecting someone else to die. Ooh. It's like you're doing something to yourself. It's self-inflicted. But you're looking around wondering why what's happening to you isn't happening to everybody else. It's like that episode of the Cosby show when Uh-oh. The, you know me, I got a Cosby yeah, show reference. Facts. Um <clears throat> the one where Theo and Cockroach was gonna be on that show. Uh Dance Mania. Oh, it, was that and when then, he cut his hair? I don't know if he cut his hair, but basically they was they was in line to get on the show. And um, the the guy came out and was like, we "Oh, one spot. we we only taking a certain number of people." And left. Then, yeah, and then Theo was like, "He cockroach was like, you go." And then Theo was like, "No, you go." Yeah. And then cockroach went, mm-hmm. and he got the beat. Then he was all on TV, that's media, yep, tearing it up. I remember that. And then Theo came home and threw a Rudy phone in the street and was mad yep. and stuff. And then uh, Claire was like, "That was your fault." You had the opportunity to go, exactly. but you told him, no, I'll go. So don't be mad because he didn't do it again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should have just went if that's what you wanted to do. That's your man's. He was going to understand. Just exactly. like he thought you was going to understand when you told him to go. Right. There you go. I just, just brought it back to you, man. Yeah, exactly. Because in <clears> that welcome. scenario, right. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, because it's like in a scenario like that, man. If there's only one spot, yeah, if you're genuine, you're going to say, bro, I think you deserve this more than me. If you're the better dancer, I'm going to be like, right. bro, you got moves they need to see. You right. go ahead and go. Right. I'm going to post up and chill out here. And I'll- it's like, <laughs> while I can appreciate the people that will say, hey, if there's only one spot, I ain't taking it. Neither of us can take it. I appreciate the people like that, but the season I'm in now, no, nah, bro, I'm a better dancer. Uh, yeah, than I got taking it. I got to get up in here and make yeah, a play. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna shout you out. You my man. So right. if I, I'll if I get a, up off if this. I get a mic, I'm gonna say, hey, shout out to Theo because we both were up for this spot, but he let me take it. I'll still shout you out, yep. but I'm gonna go ahead, and go in here and do my thing. Right, right. That's <laughs> and I'm not gonna all, feel and, bad about it. And you shouldn't. And your and your friends should be like, you know what? Yeah, because if it, I, if I had a wanted, I should have took the opportunity. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So that's point number one. If you're expecting learning, just watch your mouth. You can't be saying everything all the time. Sometimes you sometimes your mouth can close doors that God has been trying to open for you, or vice versa. Your your mouth can open doors to the past that God has been trying to close and heal you from. So just learn to watch your mouth. Uh, to the grown folks, learn to shut up. Okay, that's just it. Learn to shut up. Learn to shut your mouth. So, point number two, when you're expecting, you have to prepare. You have to prepare for whatever it is that you're expecting. I brought up, like I said earlier, I got to a place in my life where I looked at every single blazer in my closet. I looked at every single pair of slacks, whether it's a one-piece suit or not. And I looked at every single button-down shirt, and I pressed and ironed every single one. I grabbed all of my ties, pressed and ironed every single one. Some of my favorite ties, I did the pre-knot, and I had the dimple already ready. And it's like... If anyone calls me I'm for ready. any position, my guy, I am ready. And it was like, it wasn't even spurred a moment. I just felt led to do that. So that if in the event that something is like quick, like if they I'm call ready. me at 3.30 and they like, if you could get here today before close of business, when do y'all close? Five? I'm there. 
because I have everything already ready instead of me ripping and running because me personally, when I rip and run, I forget stuff. Yep. And I don't forget until I'm halfway there, like legit halfway there. Now it's like, do I turn around and go back? Do I keep going? And it's like only when I'm halfway there do I realize I left my driver's license. I left my wallet. Um, the belt and my shoes aren't the same color. You know, like a little stuff. Yeah, and it's I like because you're rushing. Yeah, and it's like you're rushing, and it's not until I get halfway there. If it's a 30-minute drive, 15 minutes into it, that's when I'm like, uh... I left this. I forgot to do this. I didn't do this. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't bring a copy of my resume. I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's always going to be something that will be detrimental to whatever it was that I was expecting. Been there. So you have to prepare. You have to stop waiting until it, whatever it is, stop waiting until it happens to start preparing for it. We, we're backwards now. Society is backwards now. We, we wait until we're placed in the situation to deal with or tolerate the situation we don't prepare for it before it happens we wait until it happens i know i'm gonna hurt some feelings but i'm gonna just say it. we we got to stop waiting until we're expecting babies to start getting to know each other like we really have to like take take that and run with it or take that and throw it back in my face whatever you choose to do nonetheless you have to stop putting yourself in a position to where you only start preparing for it after it's too late you know what I'm saying? It's like after you find out y'all are expecting a baby now, y'all getting to know each other. You you know what I'm saying? It's like if you didn't see a father in him, why don't did you let do him, that? Right. You what know did what you, I'm saying? What did you see? Right. If you if it's like Breeze, if I don't see a mother in you, I'm not about to put a baby in you. I'm not about to force you to be something that I don't see that you are currently capable of being. I just be like, <clears throat> don't nobody use condoms no more. No. They don't. I'm just saying, cause I'll be like, you and be it's talk, a, yeah, and it's you like you be talking to a girl, and you be like, okay, whatever, cause if she turns up and she's pregnant, you know that meant that she had unprotected sex. Right. You know what I'm saying. Exactly. So I'll be like, you don't even, what? You know what I'm saying? This this new and guy, and you, you you let him shoot right. up the club that quick. Right. That's exactly. A that's because a like I told you, I said personally, the men in my circle, we hold each other to a standard, and we all know. Like we talked a couple episodes ago about gender roles, and I'm like that gender role conversation needs to be had before you put a ring on her and before you put a baby in her. Yeah. Y'all need there needs to be some things established beforehand, and this is not me bashing anybody for living how they live. This ain't me throwing the Bible over your head. I ain't talking sex before me. I ain't talking none of that. I'm just saying it's far too common now that people wait until they're placed in an unrealistic circumstance to start dealing with it right, you know what i'm saying right, it's right. like and we just talked about it. if you're a mother you're not going to wait until the baby's born to start coming up with baby names you're not going to wait until the baby's born to start shopping for baby cribs and for to grab formula and to buy diapers and clothes you're not going to wait until after the birth it's not like you're waiting to confirm yep that was a baby no you you accumulating things as soon as you find out that you having a baby right, y'all like, having a baby shower people are calling you people like your closest family relatives they all hitting you up hey what do you need? You got a Did list. you find out? Is it a boy or a girl? You yep. found out that it's a girl? Okay, cool. Pink. We're going to get a bunch of pink stuff. We're going to get a bunch of, you know. You some. need a crib? Exactly. Like, everyone's going to come together to help you. Right. You're not waiting until the baby gets here. Oh, you know what I'm go, saying? Let me go get a stroller. Let me go get some formula. No, you have all that stuff piled up at the crib already. Exactly. And it's like, you can ask any woman that is pregnant. When like she's expecting. Like, we're talking about she's expecting a child. Her expecting, there's a list of do's and don'ts. 
You know what I'm saying? So so with that, I'll, I'll, I'll also say as a sidebar to, to create a list of do's and don'ts, like things that you just will do and won't do. Like I told you, the area I'm in right now, there's certain places that I'm just not going. There's certain TV shows that I'm not watching. Like I watch sports, but anything vulgar right now, I ain't got nothing for. Anything like, with nudity in it, personally, I ain't got nothing for. I don't I'm, need to see nobody naked. I don't need to see no sex. I don't need to see that because where I'm at right now, my spirit I, man doesn't need it. I got you. I'm with you yeah. because like if I'm trying to, if I'm trying to be live a certain type of way and be celibate and focus on that. If I'm sitting over here watching whatever and it's going down, that's not helping me. Exactly. You know it's only exacerbating the situation. Right, exactly. And it's like, I appreciate that the people in my family grew to understand that. They didn't understand that at first with, you know, my walk with celibacy. They didn't understand that at first. And it's like, I would try to watch certain shows with them. And then when I would watch it, I would just like put my head down. Like, as soon as a sex scene come up, like, I'm a 12-year-old. But I put my hand out because I'm like, I don't need to see that right now. I don't want to see anybody naked. I don't want to succumb to lust. I, I don't need to see anybody in the act. And it's like in the 80s and the 90s when there was a sex scene, you remember when the camera would just fade away to oblivion <laughs> and it would go to black and white. And in your mind, you like, I know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, love and basketball, they'll show the part or, like, the beginning and then it'll just fade away. And right. you like – you know what happens. They leave something to the imagination. But no, watch an episode of Power. They want you to know every <laughs> single thing that's happening. Watch Game of Thrones. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Watch any of these shows. Two, two, they, two different. Like, I give it. On Power, you know, they show a little things. You ain't saw, no little, bro. No. Nah. Because, uh, I mean, because, like, you know, because what? Tasha? It's all about breasts. You, Tasha, um, Lala, and that that's pretty much it. Just that's that's all you saw. You didn't maybe a butt cheek or something, but it wasn't nothing crazy. And now, it's like what, what else did you say? What Game of Thrones? Now Game of Thrones. Now that that hinges on perversion. You know what I'm saying? I believe it be it be yeah. like some of them people. Some of them people be like young, like the one they was tripping on in the last season. The one girl who the girl who had no face. The one girl who mm -hmm. killed the Night King. They was talking about how like when she was on the show at the beginning, she was like nine, and now she like. 20 or something mm -hmm. and then they had her show the show been on for a minute yeah and then mm -hmm. they showed her and it's like uh like i saw her when she was a little kid nah you know yeah. what i'm saying so, I, I purposely gave two abstract scenarios because it's like in both to me it's all perversion to me it's all something that i'm not trying to do in one sense it's a little bit more of the side of where i'm like this is perverted because there's children involved or there's same sex involved right, right? and the other side they just doing whatever it is that they want to do. But regardless, neither one is setting an image for what it is that my mind needs to be succumbed to. You and know neither what I'm one is benefiting me and right. what I'm trying to exactly. do. Exactly. I get it. And, that's, so, that's and so it got to a point by like episode three or four of uh, Power. Um, as soon as the sex scene to come up, I put my head down and then one of them would tap me like, all right, it's done. Like it's over with. But I got to a point where like, I, can't, I just, I can't do it. So I don't, I don't watch either of them. I tried, but it's like where I'm at, I just can't do it. And again, I don't bash. I don't condemn. Obviously, it's a phenomenal show. It's all everybody talk about. Respect. It's just right now I have to prepare for what it is that I'm expecting. And I'm expecting to get certain thoughts, certain images that have been plaguing me since I was a kid. Right. I'm trying to get these thoughts out of my mind. Seeing those images are just going to relapse, force me to relapse. It's going to force me to replay things in my mind that I'm trying to get out of. So it's like, how do I look saying that I'm trying to quit doing something, but I continue to allow my mind to be fed by the very thing that I'm trying to get rid of? Say it, You brother. get what I'm saying? And so it's like, it's like we expect big, but we prepare so little. 
Like, you can't be expecting this big thing, but you're not truly preparing for it. You know what I'm saying? You're not carrying yourself as this leader, but you're expecting a promotion. You still have poor spending habits, but you're expecting this pay raise. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can cry for 15, 16 an hour all you want. What are you doing with the eight or nine right now? Do you have anything saved? Do you know how to invest? Do you know how taxes truly work? Because this is tax season. People now are going to allow someone else to do their taxes for them. That's fine out of convenience. But if you truthfully don't know where every one of your pennies is going, they are going to rob you blind. They are going to charge you so much more to do the same thing that you can do your own. You can do TurboTax, TaxSlayer. There's so many avenues where you can learn to do it yourself. And again, if you are doing it out of convenience, like you don't have the time, you don't have a few hours to set aside to actually punch the numbers, to actually see where your social security and um, your property tax, state tax, income tax. If you, if you don't have the time to see where all of the money went or where it's going, I fully understand having someone else do it. But it's best certain things like this. You have to prepare it for yourself. You have to know what it is that you're truly expecting. You know what I'm saying? So it's like get to a place where your expectancy is just as big as your preparation for it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, we really got to get back to, I say get back to it. Cause at one point in time we were preparing for it. It's like, get back to that area of your life where you were expecting something and you truly prepared for it. You know, it's the last semester before you graduate. So you preparing for it. you calling everybody, you texting everybody, giving out tickets to your graduation, even though you haven't yet graduated, you're expecting it. So you're giving out tickets to a graduation that hasn't even been confirmed yet. You know what I'm saying? This is your uh, ideal uh, date for crossing the stage. You get what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you prepare for that. You have a birthday coming up. You prepare Thanksgiving. You start buying meals and stuff before everything in your life has some sort of preparation. So let your internal goals produce the same type of fruit where you are preparing for whatever it is that you're expecting. But last, the final thing, when you're expecting, get around others that are expecting. One of my favorite stories in the Bible, Breeze, is um, in Luke, um, because there's two women, um, they're related, uh, Mary and Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. One was pregnant with John the Baptist, and the other was pregnant with Jesus. And once they got near each other, the babies in their womb, like, leaped. Right. They said that they that the baby leaped. And so Mary looked was like whatever just happened in your belly excited what was happening in my belly. And they both got excited. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. That's that. That really happened. That wasn't just a parable. That was uh, something that truly happened. Um, but as it relates to today, get around people that are expecting not people that we talked about earlier that are going to undermine you. If two people are going for the same position, <laughs> not like that, but get around somebody else that says, look, I'm expecting something great to happen because expectancy is contagious. You know, like in college, you know, study groups, they work for me more than anything because it's like, we're all studying for the same tests. So it makes more sense to be around people that are also studying. It makes more sense to say, what did you get on the answer three on the practice test on the quiz? This study guide, this doesn't make sense to me. Where did you find this? Because we're both expecting. You feel me? So it's like since we're both expecting, we both get to a place where we allow that expectancy to be contagious and we can rub off on each other. Right on. So it's like be around people that are also waiting for something to arrive. Be around people that's also positive. You know what I'm saying? Be be around that. Be around people that will do nothing but bring out the best in you. The people that don't don't try to um, insinuate anger. People that don't try to get you to that place of anguish, a place that you've been trying desperately to get away from. Don't stop stop being around people like that. That's that's just my final point is to be around 
people who are also expecting because if you're around someone else that's expecting something just as you are like me uh training and working out as much as i do i found that the best workouts i've had are from people that also have their own goals not people that have reached their goals and they're just trying to maintain because i told you as big as i am you wouldn't believe it until i show you pictures and videos i'm the smallest guy in the circle of people that i work out with and that's on purpose it always lets me know there's more you can do you know what I'm saying? It's yeah. not like I'm not trying to be like them. It's just like you haven't reached your peak yet. I'm 27 going on 28. These guys are 21, 22 years old, and they're like passing me in everything. And it's like it just gives me a reason to stay youthful. You know what I'm saying? It's like I love that because we're all working towards a bigger goal. But if I'm with someone, if I'm training with somebody that just truthfully doesn't have that ambition or that isn't expecting anything, they just kind of manage, you know, they sustain. It's just like they're, they're complacent with, 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 uh, with their progress. It's like if you're in that area, it's best that I can't be around you right now. God bless you. I still wish you the best. But right now, it's not best. It's not wise for me to be around you because – I'm expecting something and I can't allow you to drain my expectancy. I can't be around you because again, that's just exactly. That's going to be me pouring into you and it's not going to be anything in return. You know, being the DJ, I'm sure there's so many things that you expect when it comes out of doing certain venues. If somebody hits you up and they're like, Hey, we got this big event coming up or you find out you catch, uh, you know, you catch wind that there's going to be some major celebrity or some major star at an event that comes with the level of expectation, because now you like I got to play my best stuff. I got to spend my best records. I got to bring my best equipment. I have to make sure that I'm there early to do mic check. I can't have any mishaps. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? You exactly. got a story you can relate to that on? Oh, I shoot uh, a couple weeks ago when I did the uh, pop in the pop up uh, shop for um, plugged in. Yeah. Mm. Um, Sino. Shout out to Sino. He had an album release party. And uh, DJ BJ was there and all that stuff. So I just had to make sure I had everything on point. Multiple yeah. mics, you know, speakers was good. And then I had another event going on. So I had to have come, somebody come in and set up while I went to the other event. So mm-hmm. there you go. <laughs> and the worst would be if Sino had showed up and you wasn't expecting him to. Because now you're just you're just preparing for like a quote unquote regular shindig, but, and then he shows up and you like oh, oh I only got one mic oh is that I don't cool have, exactly that, that would have been the main thing but aside from that we would have been cool. I would have been able to manage it because I do it a lot but because you prepare right but mm-hmm. the main thing is I want to make sure I'm good I was like oh cool we're gonna have performances let me get make sure I got two mics whoop de whoop 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 let's get it exactly so y'all listen yep expectancy is contagious. I leave you with anything I'll leave you with that expectancy is contagious learn to be around people who are also expecting um take a step back and make sure that the people that you are around are people that can help support your vision people that can help minister to whatever it is that you're trying to do wherever it is that you're trying to go make sure they're at a place in their life to where they can help you where you can help each other but nonetheless don't forget that your expectancy it's just that it's what you are personally expecting i spoke earlier about how now i'm at a place to where i'm learning to put myself first learn to put and keep yourself first because whatever it is that you're expecting you are the person that's ultimately in charge of it you're ultimately in charge of whatever it is you control your own fate in regards of whatever it is that you are truly seeking asking praying and preparing for you control that outcome so long as you control that outcome learn to watch your mouth learn to prepare and learn to be around others that are expecting the same thing that you're um, the same thing that you're expecting 
But I'm going to just pray to close us out. God, I thank you. I thank you for this day. I thank you for this year. God, I thank you for the way that you are moving. God, amongst us, I thank you for this platform and this ministry that you have called me to. I pray right now for everyone that's in the season of expectation. God, help them to stay motivated. God, help them to stay inspired during this season of expectation. God, allow them to prepare for what it is that they're truly believing and expecting you for. God, allow them to watch their mouth. Allow them to watch their circle. God, allow them to only surround themselves with people that can truly Truly help facilitate and help them to cultivate whatever it is that they are expecting to come to full fruition God I pray that you would shut the mouth of anyone around them that has anything negative to say anyone that's boastful anyone that tries to shame them chastise them or condemn them for whatever it is that they're expecting and believing you for God you said in your word that death and life are in the power of the tongue so God we know that we can speak life into situations but we also understand that we can kill situations so God we are not going to use our tongue for evil we are only going to use it to speak life to speak fruit and to produce productivity God just as you have for us help us to continue to expect greater to put ourselves in the best position we can to be all that you have intended for us to be in Jesus name we pray amen amen this has been another episode of the TSM podcast DJ Cool Breeze take us up T. Smith here welcoming you to another episode of the TSM podcast. TSM was created to train, support, and minister to train your mind, support your goals, and minister to your vision. Man, listen, it is January 15th. We are already halfway through the first month of this new year. I don't know about you, Breeze, but I'm already excited with the progress I don't see in myself. What you got? Uh, I'm, I feel good. I just got back from LA. Yeah, how was so, that? It was great, man. I, I feel like I got to get back out there again. I, from riding around out there, that's definitely a place where I want to go out and be able to go do some business outside yeah, it, of here. It sounds like we're going to have to start doing this podcast virtually because <laughs> I guess I ain't going to be seeing too much of Breeze. He done no. been to L.A. quite a few times. I'm still going to be around, but L.A., man, <laughs> it, it, L.A. is nice. The food, the weather, the people, the reefer. <laughs> yeah, I, right. <laughs> yeah, I ain't gonna hold you up, man. When I lived, you know, I lived in San Diego. Oh yeah. Uh, for three years, and whenever we would drive up to L.A., it was just, man, it was, it was, it's just a different experience. You know what I'm saying? Like it, it truly is an experience, and it's like y'all live this. Yeah, so every day. Yeah, y'all don't see this as an experience. This is just regular day life. But to me, it's like everyone moves to LA so it's not just like one particular race. It's not like they're just infested with blacks, whites, or Asians or Hispanics. It's like everybody moves there so you get a little bit of everyone's heritage you get a little bit of everyone's culture everyone's background you know what i'm saying it's like you don't just go to a bar or a nightclub and that's just that like depending on which area of la you in you're mm -hmm. gonna get a huge diverse background you're gonna get some djs that know 70 percent of the audience here is hispanic so you're gonna hear some spanglish you're gonna hear yeah. some music with english little, and spanish mix you, yeah a little bachata salsa you know you're gonna you're gonna get uh the experience of that you go like a little bit 
uh, more north towards L. You know what I'm saying? It's like when you're in different areas, the food, it's like you said, it's like the food is just, my goodness. Exquisite. It is because Man, everything. We, we got a chance to go to Malibu this time. Oh, okay. You already know what time it is. Yeah. Just the water and the views and man. Right. You got you got to take your lady out there, man. That's what you got to do. Oh, absolutely. Gotta, I, I plan on it. The plan. Hey, yo, have everything together. Go out there, get a nice Airbnb, some Airbnb somewhere, like mm-hmm. you know, a nice crib. Uh, maybe go out to like Nobu and have like a good dinner on the ocean. Yeah. Get you a couple. Yeah, pans yeah, here, yeah, scallops. Yeah. Yeah, crab roll. I'm listen. I, I'm huge on views. It's funny you said that. I'm huge, huge on views. On views, I love views. You know what I'm saying? It's like I, I I live for the views, and so it's like if I'm at a restaurant, I love restaurants like you said that's by the beach or by a front where I can yeah. just see a nice scenery. You know what I'm saying? And I love it. So like I love. I personally, I love sushi. I'm a seafood person. I this love the, sushi. This is the place for you. Yeah. And so it was a place I went to up by Venice Beach where you sitting outside. You know, what I'm saying it's not inside, but the the restaurant is outside because it's nice out, and it's like you just get a view of the wind or the uh the water brushing up against the sand and it's like not only is it peaceful to see it's just peaceful to hear you hear the birds flying and you just hear that you know what i'm saying so it's like i'm big on view so i'm gonna have to i have to take you up yeah, on that yeah sir. bro you go ahead and do it malibu noble uh and it like when you're riding out there the scenery is so great like we went drove from la to vegas i mean mm-hmm. from vegas to la and la it's only a couple hours yeah like yeah. four yeah. three and like three three and a half mm-hmm. but um the views man the, you ride through the mountains you know you just yeah. be like man god was working when he was making all of this man for all real all them huge mountains and just the scenery period man when you ride through some of them towns whether mm-hmm. it be at night or during the day you just be like wow this ain't Detroit. yeah it's, it, man <laughs> this ain't michigan man michigan is far far away man <laughs> our views like, our, was, you know was, how drake got views from the six yeah, right. we got we got views from 696 right right views <laughs> we, from, we got a broken down freeway views from six below you <laughs> right. hear me Come we on, get views man. from i-75 construction ain't nothing finished Bruh. don't nobody want to drive through no. here and that's another thing the roads <laughs> is so nice out there too like yeah. you you really be like just riding and cruising out here you yep. must want to fall into a pile yep but yeah man it's funny you said that because it's like we are already halfway through the first month of this new year and it's like man i just i i said this once and i I fully live by it 2019 just seemed to fly by it's like the year flew by i refuse to let my life do the same i refuse to let my life just fly by me the way 2019 did i refuse to let my life be a blur i refuse to wake up in my 40s wondering where the first 30 something years of my life went me not having anything to show for not having anything to pass down no type of generational wealth no type of currency nothing nothing that'll you know what i'm saying nothing that'll just allow me to flourish and to really live uh, uh an impactful life even in my 40s you know what i'm saying it's like i refuse to let my life pass me by and it's like you know we're, we're at this never-ending cycle where you know some people are already like as usual looking forward to february because you know january didn't start off right or you know it's 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 like it's this never-ending cycle of you always looking forward to what's next because you're not ready to deal with what's now i'll be hating that those are the same people who it'd be like november or october and they yeah. be like this year already over you know we might mm, as well get to the next well, year yep. i'll be like no it's not it's plenty it's like if it's a game yep. it's still a whole two quarters left exactly chill out and tell that to the texans they was down Ooh. 20 they was up 24 zip Burn. So don't right. Don't don't talk to me about the impossibility of coming back or thinking that something already over. Sir, nah. I, I play Madden two twenty twenty. 
And I sometimes I'm down, but I know it's silly, and people don't play video games. But when you play that game, sometimes the game is gonna be on your behind, and yeah. you're gonna be down. And you can either reset it and quit like a little yep. child, or you can keep playing and stay in the game and possibly yep. win. I think I think there's there's two types of players when you playing the game and you down like that, like you you getting smacked, like legit slapped around. There's two types of players when you lose, and you either gonna fuss and complain, or you just gonna sit there in silence. If I'm getting toe up, I'm just going to sit there in silence, bro. I ain't got nothing to say to you. I typically talk smack. But when you know the dagger is just slowly being inserted into my <laughs> rib cage, bro, I ain't got nothing good to say. I'm going to just sit here and shut up. And as soon as I start creeping back on that lead, then then I'm going to start getting my rhythm back going. But, yeah, when, when I'm focus. down. Yeah, and so, like, literally, like, this, I told you, I, I, I started a um, – I started to distance myself from certain things and from certain people and from social media during this time. I'm not seeking um, gratification or I'm not doing this for attention by any means. I'm the furthest thing from an attention seeker. I'm not boastful or anything. It's just I needed some time to take care of my spirit, man. And I couldn't do that with any distractions. So like right now, it's like I'm down in life. You know what I'm saying? Like I'm down on the game. And when I'm down, I'm just quiet. I got to be self-preserved. I got to keep to myself. I got to make some moves. You know what I'm saying? I got to make some things happen. And then once everything gets back to where I need it to be, then I'm going to pop back out. And I'm not going to pop out like I never left. You're going to know that I was gone. It's not going to, I'm not going to act like I didn't just go ghost for a month or two. You know what I'm saying? But it's like, I need you to know that it's necessary for me to work on myself. That this year um, is a year where I'm, I'm in the forefront, where I'm my own priority. No matter what the situation is, I am my own priority. As I'm it pri should be. Yeah, like I'm prioritizing myself. Being a genuine, concerning person that I am, I tend to put others in front of me. And it's not a bad thing. I don't bash people for doing that. I just, I know I'm so genuine that if I can go without, I'd rather give something to somebody because I'm like, deep down, I know I don't need that. Yeah, you know what you, I'm saying? You you and my brother John, y'all like similar and stuff and stuff y'all saying. Both of y'all is military guys. I always say that. Mm -hmm. um, I can throw my man Justin, who I do the podcast with too. He's a police officer. Mm -hmm. But all of y'all think about other people before y'all think about yourselves. But the thing is, man, you got to make sure you take care of yourself, man. You know, yep. like it's cool to be, you know, y'all, 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 all three of y'all are interested in doing the right thing the right way. Yep. You know, so whether if that means that I got to not have as much as, you know, whatever, so you can be good or so somebody else can be better off. You know what I'm saying? That's where y'all be at. So just yeah. salute, just salute to that because it's, it's plenty of people out here who don't who don't subscribe to that at all. Yeah. And it's like it took some doing because, you know, like my contract was eight years. So imagine eight years being taught to be selfless. Imagine eight years of doing for everybody else. Imagine eight years of being trained that if someone around you goes down, you stop whatever it is that you're doing and you go get them to safety. Whether you got to drag them, carry them, haul them, however you have to get them to safety, you have to do it. Meaning right now, your safety is more of a concern in my own personal safety, meaning I will die trying to protect you before I just let you die because I'm not protecting you. And spending eight years in that, I didn't fully realize until like just last year, literally my contract was 2010 to 2018. So it's like last year was when I first started realizing that I'm my own priority, where I have to learn to start doing for myself, where I have to start taking care of myself. Because like I said, it's so easy for me to help out to others that I didn't realize until sometimes my lady would tell me or my mom would tell me, like you're exhausting so much energy. You're exerting so much energy to other people that you're filling everyone else up, but then you're going home empty and you have nobody to fill you up. So take time to just make sure that they're not taking advantage of the fact that they know that's, that you. Yeah. That's true. Like, you know, 
people will they be like, oh, I know he gonna he 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 gonna he got me. You know yeah, what I'm he always cool. he always loan me twenty dollars. I know T that's gonna not, loan me twenty dollars. Cool, yeah, I I know when I when when me and the wifey going through it, I know I can call on him. He he gonna absorb all of this, and it's like. I was so oblivious to it. I was blissfully unaware that I was being taken advantage of. Yeah. So I'm, I'm, I'm using this time, you know, the first 15 days, I'm not going to lie to you, been off to a great start. And that's beca- and it's not because I've been hearing. It's not because God has been confirming or speaking to me in certain ways. It's just because I now value myself. Now, when someone asks me to do something, I just say, no, thanks. There's no explanation with it. We talked about that the yeah. first episode. They're, they're just no. You want to go do this? No. Nah. I ain't got to explain myself. Right. No. You you want to get together and come watch the game? No. no. Right. Like, and it feels so good hey, to bro, just not be able to have to explain or have to go in circles because I used to feel bad about. And so did I. It'd be crazy rejecting. when yeah. I hear you talk about that because sometimes people call you and want to hang out and want to do certain stuff and like sometimes you just want to just sit at the crib. Yeah. And just play Need for Speed and listen to R&B music. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And it's like I I used to like we talked about last week i used to feel bad when i used to say no so now i'm trying to manipulate it to make it seem like there's a reason why i don't yeah, want to or 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 my, my thing is i'll be like well yeah but maybe i'll maybe i'll hit you up later or maybe i'll come by later or right. i hit you up and i hit you up like an just hour to try to cushion the blow yeah but yeah but why mm-hmm. if it was them they'd just be like no and then that'd be it exactly so why 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 i'm mm-hmm. important too i don't have to mm-hmm. do all that extra just be exactly. like do you want to do this no i'm straight Exactly. And then leave it at that. Call a spade a spade and leave it at that. But you know what's changing a lot right now? I think what's changing is our expectancy. Our expectancy is changing a lot, man. Like we need to really start expecting whatever it is that we're believing for. Like all of these resolutions, all everything's fine and dandy again. Uh, if you listen last week, you'll you'll hear me encourage people, make a resolution, make a goal, set a plan, make a mandate or an order, make a demand of yourself. Do it. I highly encourage it. But just ensure that you're following through with it. And the only way to follow through with something is to expect whatever it is that you're putting all of this energy for to expect it to fully come to fruition, to expect something to come to pass. Um, and if you don't, you know, you're just going to repeat this never ending cycle of looking forward to what's next and never really tolerating what's now. And so it's like that's just the effect of expecting. You need to expect something. You you should always be expecting something when you shop, when you do any type of shopping. It's like if you shop online, like through Amazon, as soon as it says it's in transit. You're expecting a male person or you're expecting somebody to send it on your front to, to on your front uh, porch, your back patio, wherever you design them to sit in your mailbox, whatever you're expecting. If it says it's going to be there in three days, the next three days, you're expecting something. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? And so it's like we have to get that same type of sense of urgency when we're expecting. We can't just be sitting around, you know, expecting something to change, but we're not changing. You know what I'm saying? It's like we're expecting the world around us to conform to us, but we're not willing to conform to our circumstances. And so it's like. You just have to change that mindset that comes when you're expecting something great. Like me, I am. I'm expecting I'm expecting something great. And honestly, I can't even tell you what that something is. I'm praying through it. Um, I, like I told you, I'm, I'm in a space. I'm a, a, a sense of isolation right now, not to where I'm barricading myself, but where I'm just I'm putting my spirit man first. And if I know that the God in me is not welcome to where it is that you're inviting me to, I'm not going to go. You know, because right now this is what matters to me. And so it's like 
I'm, I'm expecting something great. And so because I'm expecting, there are just certain things that I'm doing, certain things that I'm not doing, things that I'm tolerating, things that I just I'm not tolerating. But nonetheless, I'm not in a place to really explain it. But because I was personally been going through this season of expectation, I felt it necessary to just share with a few of the listeners, you know, like things that helped me. Because a lot of people always will ask me questions. And, you know, I, I was it took me a minute to get around to them. But now I'm at a place where I'm like, yeah, we're, we're going to address this and I'm going to address it on the podcast. Cool. Um, and so people will ask me, like, what 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 can I do um, when you're in a season of expectation, when you're expecting something? What are some things that you can and can't do? And, you know, because I'm expecting you, you can ask any mother, any mother that has kids now, you know, that was expecting a child. They will tell you that there were things that they did that they didn't do because they had to prepare for the child and or children that we're about to come into this world, you know? And so I handle myself the exact same way. I have to say to myself, I'm not going to wait until the baby gets here to start preparing for the baby. You know, so like, I'm not going to wait until I have the job to start carrying myself as a leader. I'm not going to wait until the job interview to start finding uh, a suitable outfit to wear to a job interview. Like I'm going to iron my clothes now. I'm going to press my clothes now to where if they call me and say, what's the soonest you can be there? My guy, I can be there in 20 minutes. I got everything ironed, everything pressed. I just got to, you know, I got to shave. I got to get cleaned up. Got to brush my teeth. You know what I'm saying? That's that's about it. But as far as my outfit, as far as a ride, as far as gas, all of that's taken care of. All I'm doing is waiting on the call. And so, like, I'm at a place now where I'm expecting it and it's not the other way around. You know what I'm saying? Uh, but the first thing, like, out of the three, I got three points that I wanted to share as far as what to do when you're expecting. But the first thing, Breeze, when you're expecting, you got to watch your mouth. You really got to watch what it is that you're saying. All the beans. Man, you got to watch what you're putting out to this world. And more than anything, like you said, you, you can't be spilling all the beans. You can't be telling everybody your vision. The sad reality is some people are going to take your bricks just to build their own house. There you go. You got to keep it close to the vest. Yeah. And so it's like you, you, you get so used to speaking so much. You get so used to having an opinion about everything. Now you feel out of place when you keep quiet. Because I used to always wonder, like, I get like I love you know me I love politics I love economics and I love politics not what's going on today what's going on today is not politics yeah. the current president is not a politician this isn't politics you know right. what I'm saying this is just morals ethics and whatever it and is that you believe or don't believe and you're abiding by it financial but, gain and him jockeying to give you to get what he wants right but I'm like this is not that's not politics I actually love studying politics I love mandates executive orders I love uh, foreign policies uh, trade agreements uh, the state of the economy our GDP um, stocks I, I, I truly love actually reading and studying it and it's like so many people have gotten used to having something to say about President Trump that now if they don't say anything, they feel out of place. You know what I'm saying? Now it's like now it's 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 shameful if I keep quiet. He just did something and I haven't said anything about it yet. I got to do something about this. You know what I'm saying? It's like an itch that you desperately need to scratch and it's in a place that you just can't reach it. But to yeah. me, it just gets to a certain point where it's like, man, you don't have to comment on every time because I no. mean what he's doing. If you can't see that some of the stuff he's doing is wrong. Then come on, you you don't have to say nothing. Like if a little boy go and he's drawing on the wall, you know what I'm saying? Like that's not what you're supposed to be doing. Right. You know that's what I'm what's understood doesn't have to be explained. Exactly. You don't have to take your time to keep reiterating or re rehashing old scenarios or events. And no. so yeah, like exactly. No, we're gonna make him clean up the wall and tell right. him not to do that no more. Right. That's it. Like, exactly. You don't, you don't have to say nothing. Like somebody, you don't have to just because you don't say nothing don't mean you're not invested in what's going on. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? 
Yep. Uh, my boss in the Marine Corps told me, he said, never pass on an opportunity to remain silent. Yeah. Never pass on an opportunity to remain silent. Your first right when they arrest you, you have the right to what? Remain silent. silent. You have the right. It is your God-given right to remain silent. Why don't you possess the ability? And then, here we go. God gave you two eyes, two ears, and one mouth. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> exactly. Twice as much paying attention, looking, right. listening, you know what I'm saying? Right. As opposed to talking. You exactly. even got two nostrils. You can smell a whole bunch right. of You can smell it. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? But you don't always have to speak on everything. <laughs> I like Give that. him a bell of the day, yeah, y'all. He deserved a bell of the you day. You only got one mouth. So, I mean, you're supposed to do twice as much paying attention, listening, and seeing as you are talking. Exactly. And so it's like because of that, I didn't realize how much I had become so invested into actually speaking. But I was only speaking from a place of frustration that so many people just don't get it. So many people don't understand the bigger picture. You know what I'm saying? So it's like you really have to learn to watch your mouth if you're expecting something. Because go figure, I'm over here telling people, um, if you're not well-rounded in the situation, it's best to remain quiet. But here it is. I'm telling them what to do. So now I'm speaking. You know what I'm saying? So now it's in a sense I'm condemning them. Like I'm trying. And it's like I wasn't purposely doing it, but nonetheless, I was doing it. It's like I know more than you in this area and I'm keeping quiet. So it's best that you just shut up, too. Mm -hmm. And I got real convicted in that because it's like this is just a topic that I truly enjoy speaking about. But you guys are taking this and turning it into something that it's not. That's where my frustration comes. It's like if you don't know anything about any type of scenario not just politics if you don't know anything about the person that everybody's talking behind their back then if just you, chill yeah just just chill just relax just keep your mouth closed because if if you're not putting in whatever you're putting out you're going to get back exactly. so if you put in this negative energy out there if you put negative vibes you know the two most overused phrase in 2019 is vibes and energy here if, you go <laughs> you know what i'm saying those those were the two let's stop in 2020 let's stop using vibes and energy out of context okay everything is not a vibe everything is not energy <laughs> hey, okay we had 20 minutes we gotta we gotta take this part this gotta be your snippet okay cool i, I got I'm, you i'm gonna snippet on my page he's like everything is not a vibe everything right. is not about energy it's not because it's like we we get so invested into that and hear me i understand the people that abide by that but it's like everything isn't that <laughs> not everything is because of the energy not everything is because of your vibe i get you were born this day at this time but not everything is because you a leo not everything is because you're a capricorn sometimes you just got some stuff that you dug up from your past that you just refuse to deal with and your attitude not your energy your attitude is clashing with your circumstances that's all that is me being a churchgoer being a pk i used to tell people all the time look some stuff just ain't the devil why y'all be putting his name on stuff like just because you got a flat tire that wasn't the devil yeah, you right. didn't check your tire it, pressure it happens <laughs> you know what it i'm happens. saying life I, happens and you keep living you failed that test the devil didn't make you fail the test you didn't study bro it go back to the football thing like if you haven't you in the game and you playing you down 14 points yeah. in the third quarter that's not the devil. The, the, the game just didn't go your way. Exactly. You got to keep playing. Like, okay, so so you lose exactly. it. So what you going to do? You going to complain? Or you exactly. going to run this post-fade and hit them? Right. And make sure the safety not over there so you don't right. throw an interception. Exactly. But no, everything's the enemy. The it's enemy it, trying to get you. So some church folks church folks be killing me with that. I'll be like. They do. It's a it's it's raining outside. Right. It it happens. Right. You slip and fail because it was raining and your shoes didn't have no traction. Right. And, you and didn't slip and fall because the devil tried to kill you. And you didn't look at you didn't look where you was walking. <laughs> you know? Exactly. Sometimes you gotta walk on the snow to avoid the ice. 
Yeah, I'm, I'm going to send you this clip, bro. Yeah. I'm going to send you this clip. But, yeah, it's like you just really got to watch what you say. You got to watch what you put in your mouth on and who what people you put in your mouth on. I was just going to really say, gotta watch I just was going to say, um, sometimes we can, like, throw salt on our own game. Mm. Like, you got something that you expecting. You expecting a blessing. And you're like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing this. I'm going to be doing this. And then, and then you know, maybe going to well, what you said, you talk about this person or that person or throw salt on something else. And you don't get your blessing, right? You know what I'm saying. So me, I'll be like, when I if I know I got something coming down the pipe, man, I, you know, my close people, I share it with them, and I just keep it moving. Exactly. I got like two or three people, like offline, you being one of them, that I'll tell about the things that I'm going through, that I'll tell about my fasts, um, that I'll tell about things that I'm praying for, because I want you to touch and agree with me. I got certain, like a, a handful, like a select handful of people that I can tell fully, because it's like. Imagine you and I, Grand Valley, right? Grand yep. Valley State. Imagine Go you Lakers. and I. Imagine you and I both graduate Grand Valley State the same year, same GPA, same honors, with the, the same degree, right? In the same field, this job opens up. There's only one position available. I find out about the position, and you like, T, what you got up? None about to go apply to this position. You know, they got one spot open up, so I'm just, I'm really praying for it. And you like, oh, that's what's up. A week later, they tell me I ain't get the job, but I see you posting. I just got this job. You know, I heard about this job. And it's like, that's my fault. There was only one position left. You obviously had no knowledge about it before me telling you. But as soon as I told you about it, you took some of my bricks and started building your own house. So you really got to be careful with who you allow into your life, into your circle in this season. If you're in a season of expectancy, if you're expecting something, everybody can't know about what it is that you're expecting. Because if they're expecting it or if they weren't thinking about it until you mentioned it and they try to take it and run off with it, you're going to be in your you're going to get in your own head and you're going to cause your own frustration. Yep. You know what I'm saying? It's it's like my like the old folks will say you're drinking poison expecting someone else to die. Ooh. It's like you're doing something to yourself. It's self-inflicted, but you're looking around wondering why what's happening to you isn't happening to everybody else. It's like that episode of the Cosby show when Uh-oh. The, you know me, I got a Cosby yeah, show reference. Facts. Um <clears throat> the one where Theo and Cockroach was going to be on that show, uh Dance Mania. Oh, was that and when then, he cut his hair? I don't know if he cut his hair, but basically they was they was in line to get on the show, and um, they, the guy came out and was like, we "Oh, one we spot. we only taking a certain we number of people." Spot and left. They, yeah, and then Theo was like, "He cockroach was like, you go," and then Theo was like, "No, you go." Yeah, and then cockroach went, mm-hmm. and he got the beat. Then he was all on TV, that's Mania, yep, tearing it up. I remember that. And then Theo came home and threw a uh, Rudy phone in the street and was yep. mad and stuff. And then uh, Claire was like, "That was your fault." You had the opportunity to go, exactly. but you told him, no, I'll go. So don't be mad because he didn't do it again. Right. You know what I'm saying? Like, you should have just went if that's what you wanted to do. That's your man's. He was going to understand. Just exactly. like he thought you was going to understand when you told him to go. Right. There you go. I just, just brought it back to you, man. Yeah, exactly. Because in <clears> that welcome. scenario, right. <laughs> Appreciate it. <laughs> yeah, because it's like in a scenario like that, man. If there's only one spot, yeah, if you're genuine, you're going to say, bro, I think you deserve this more than me. If you the better dancer, I'm going to be like, right. bro, you got moves they need to see. You right. go ahead and go. Right. I'm going to post up and chill out here. And I'll- it's like, <laughs> while I can appreciate the people that will say, hey, if there's only one spot, I ain't taking it. Neither of us can take it. I appreciate the people like that, but the season I'm in now, no, nah, bro, I'm a better dancer. Uh, yeah, I got taking it. I got to get up in here and make yeah, a play. I'm, I'm, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna shout you out. You my man. So right. if I, I get a, off if of this, I get a mic, I'm gonna say, hey, shout out to Theo because we both were up for this spot, but he let me take it. I'll still shout you out, yep. but 
I'm gonna go ahead, go in here and do my thing. Right, right. That's <laughs> and I'm not gonna all, feel and, bad about it. And you shouldn't. And your and your friends should be like, you know what? Yeah, because if it, I, if I had a wanted, I should have took the opportunity. Exactly, exactly, exactly. So that's point number one. If you're expecting learning, just watch your mouth. You can't be saying everything all the time. Sometimes you sometimes your mouth can close doors that God has been trying to open for you, mm-hmm. or vice versa. Your your mouth can open doors to the past that God has been trying to close and heal you from. So just learn to watch your mouth. Uh, to the grown folks, learn to shut up. Okay, that's just it. Learn to shut up. Learn to shut your mouth. So, point number two, when you're expecting, you have to prepare. You have to prepare for whatever it is that you're expecting. I brought up, like I said earlier, I got to a place in my life where I looked at every single blazer in my closet. I looked at every single pair of slacks, whether it's a one piece suit or not. And I looked at every single button down shirt and I pressed and ironed every single one. I grabbed all of my ties, pressed and ironed every single one. Some of my favorite ties, I did the pre knot and I had the dimple already ready. And it's like if anyone calls me for any position, my guy, I am ready. And it was like it wasn't even spurred a moment. I just felt led to do that so that. If in the event that something is like quick, like if they I'm call ready. me at three thirty and they like, if you could get here today before close of business, when y'all close five, I'm there because I have everything already ready instead of me ripping and running. Because me personally, when I rip and run, I forget stuff yep. and I don't forget until I'm halfway there, like legit halfway there. Now it's like, do I turn around and go back? Do I keep going? And it's like only when I'm halfway there, do I realize I left my driver's license. I left my wallet. Um, the belt and my shoes aren't the same color, you know, like a little stuff. Yeah, and it's I like, feel, you're rushing. Yeah. And it's like, you're rushing and it's not until I get halfway there. If it's a 30 minute drive, 15 minutes into it, that's when I'm like, uh, I left this. I forgot to do this. I didn't do this. You know what I'm saying? Um, I didn't bring a copy of my resume. I don't, you know what I'm saying? It's always going to be something that will be detrimental to whatever it was that I was expecting. Been there. So you have to prepare. You have to stop waiting until it, whatever it is, stop waiting until it happens to start preparing for it. We're backwards now. Society is backwards now. We, we wait until we're placed in the situation to deal with or tolerate the situation. We don't prepare for it before it happens. We wait until it happens. I know I'm going to hurt some feelings, but I'm going to just say it. We, we got to stop waiting until we're expecting babies to start getting to know each other. Like, we really have to, like, take, take that and run with it or take that and throw it back in my face. Whatever you choose to do. Nonetheless, you have to stop putting yourself in a position to where... You only start preparing for it after it's too late. You know what I'm saying? It's like after you find out y'all are expecting a baby now and y'all getting to know each other. You you know what I'm saying? It's like if you didn't see a father in him, Why don't did you let do him, that. Right. You what know did what you, I'm saying? What did you see? Right. If you don't, if it's like Breeze, if I don't see a mother in you, I'm not about to put a baby in you. I'm not about to force you to be something that I don't see that you are currently capable of being. I just be like, <clears throat> don't nobody use condoms no more? No. They don't. I'm just saying, cause I'll be like, you and be this talk, yeah, and it's you like you be talking to a girl, and you be like, okay, whatever, cause if she turns up and she's pregnant, you know that meant that she had unprotected sex. Right. You know what I'm saying. Exactly. So I'll be like, you don't even what you know what I'm saying. This this new and guy, and you, you let him shoot right. up the club that quick. Right. That's exactly. A that's because a like I told you, I said personally, the men in my circle, we hold each other to a standard, and we all know. Like we talked a couple episodes ago about gender roles, and I'm like that gender role conversation needs to be had before you put a ring on her and before you put a baby in her. Yeah. Y'all need there needs to be some things established beforehand, and this is not me bashing anybody for living how they live. This ain't me throwing the Bible over your head. I ain't talking sex before me. I ain't talking none of that. I'm just saying it's far too common now that people wait until they're 
placed in an unrealistic circumstance to start dealing with it. Right, you know what I'm saying? Right, it's right. like, and we just talked about it. If you're a mother, you're not going to wait until the baby's born to start coming up with baby names. You're not going to wait until the baby's born to start shopping for baby cribs and for to grab formula and to buy diapers and clothes. You're not going to wait until after the birth. It's not like you're waiting to confirm, yep, that was a baby. No, you, you accumulating things as soon as you find out that you're having a baby. Right, y'all like, having a baby shower. People are calling you. People like your closest family relatives, they all hitting you up. Hey, what do you need? You Did list. you find out? Is it a boy or a girl? You yep. found out that it's a girl? Okay, cool. Pink. We're going to get a bunch of pink stuff. We're going to get a bunch of, you know. You some. need a crib? Exactly. Like, everyone's going to come together to help you. Right. You're not waiting until the baby gets here. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Go, let me go get a stroller. Let me go get some formula. No, you have all that stuff piled up at the crib already. Exactly. And it's like, you can ask any woman that is pregnant. When, like, she's expecting, like, we're talking about she's expecting a child. Her expecting, there's a list of do's and don'ts. You know what I'm saying? So, so with that, I'll, I'll, I'll also say as a sidebar to, to create a list of do's and don'ts, like things that you just will do and won't do. Like I told you, the area I'm in right now, there's certain places that I'm just not going. There's certain TV shows that I'm not watching. Like I watch sports, but anything vulgar right now, I ain't got nothing for it. Anything like, with nudity in it, personally, I ain't got nothing for it. I don't I'm, need to see nobody naked. I don't need to see no sex. I don't need to see that because where I'm at right now, my spirit I, man doesn't need it. I got you. I'm with you yeah. because like if I'm trying to if I'm trying to be live a certain type of way and be celibate and focus on that. If I'm sitting over here watching whatever and it's going down, that's not helping me. Exactly. You know, it's only that, exacerbating going, the situation. Right, exactly. And it's like, I appreciate that the people in my family grew to understand that. They didn't understand that at first with, you know, my walk with celibacy. They didn't understand that at first. And it's like, I would try to watch certain shows with them. And then when I would watch it, I would just like put my head down. Like, as soon as a sex scene come up, like, I'm a 12-year-old. But I put my hand out because I'm like, I don't need to see that right now. I and don't want to see anybody naked. I don't want to succumb to lust. I, I don't need to see anybody in the act. And it's like in the 80s and the 90s when there was a sex scene, you remember when the camera would just fade away to oblivion <laughs> and it would go to black and white. And in your mind, you like, I know what they're doing. You know what I'm saying? Like, love and basketball, they will show the part or, like, the beginning and then it will just fade away. And right. you like – you know what happens. They leave something to the imagination. But no, watch an episode of Power. They want you to know every <laughs> single thing that's happening. Watch Game of Thrones. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Watch any of these shows. Two, two, they, two different. Like, I give it. On Power, you know, they show little things. You ain't saw, no little, bro. Nah. Because, uh, I mean, because, like, you know, because what? Tasha? It's all about breasts. You, Tasha, um, Lala, and that that's pretty much it. Just that's that's all you saw. You didn't maybe a butt cheek or something, but it wasn't nothing crazy. And now, it's like what, what else did you say? What Game of Thrones? Now Game of Thrones. Now that that hinges on perversion. You know what I'm saying? I believe it be it be yeah. like some of them people. Some of them people be like young, like the one they was tripping on in the last season. The one girl who the girl who had no face. The one girl who mm -hmm. killed the Night King. They was talking about how like when she was on the show at the beginning, she was like nine, and now she like. 20 or something mm -hmm. and then they had her show the show been on for a minute yeah and then mm -hmm. they showed her and it's like oh like i saw her when she was a little kid nah you know yeah. what i'm saying so I, I purposely gave two abstract scenarios good job. because it's like in both to me it's all perversion to me it's all something that i'm not trying to do in one sense it's a little bit more of the side of where i'm like this is perverted because there's children involved or there's same sex involved right right and the other side they just doing whatever it is that they want to do. But regardless, neither one is setting an image for what it is that my mind needs to be succumbed to. You and know neither what I'm one is benefiting me and right. what I'm trying to exactly. do. Exactly. I get it. And, that's, so, that's and so it got to a point by like episode three or four of uh, Power, 
Um, as soon as a sex scene to come up, I'll put my head down and then one of them will tap me like, all right, it's done. Like it's over with. But I got to a point where I'm like, I can't, I just, I can't do it. So I don't, I don't watch either of them. I tried, but it's like where I'm at, I just can't do it. And again, I don't bash. I don't condemn. Obviously it's a phenomenal show. It's all everybody talk about. Respect. It's just right now I have to prepare for what it is that I'm expecting. And I'm expecting to get certain thoughts, certain images that have been plaguing me since I was a kid. Right. I'm trying to get these thoughts out of my mind, seeing those images are just going to relapse, force me to relapse. It's going to force me to replay things in my mind that I'm trying to get out of. So it's like, how do I look saying that I'm trying to quit doing something, but I continue to allow my mind to be fed by the very thing that I'm trying to get rid of? Say it, You bro. get what I'm saying? And so it's like, it's like we expect big, but we prepare so little. Like, you can't be expecting this big thing, but you're not truly preparing for it. You know what I'm saying? You're not carrying yourself as this leader, but you're expecting a promotion. You still have poor spending habits, but you're expecting this pay raise. You know what I'm saying? It's like you can cry for 15, 16 an hour all you want. What are you doing with the eight or nine right now? Do you have anything saved? Do you know how to invest? Do you know how taxes truly work? Because this is tax season. People now are going to allow someone else to do their taxes for them. That's fine out of convenience. But if you truthfully don't know where every one of your pennies is going, they are going to rob you blind. They are going to charge you so much more to do the same thing that you can do your own. You can do TurboTax, TaxSlayer. There's so many avenues where you can learn to do it yourself and again. If you are doing it out of convenience, like you don't have the time, you don't have a few hours to set aside to actually punch the numbers, to actually see where your social security and um, your property tax, state tax, income tax. If you, if you don't have the time to see where all of the money went or where it's going, I fully understand having someone else do it. But it's best certain things like this. You have to prepare for yourself. You have to know what it is that you're truly expecting. You know what I'm saying? So it's like. Get to a place where your expectancy is just as big as your preparation for it. You know what I'm saying? Like you, we really got to get back to I say get back to it because at one point in time we were preparing for it. It's like get back to that area of your life where you were expecting something and you truly prepared for it. You know, it's the last semester before you graduate. So you preparing for it. you calling everybody, you texting everybody, giving out tickets to your graduation, even though you haven't yet graduated. You're expecting it. So you're giving out tickets to a graduation that hasn't even been confirmed yet. You know what I'm saying? This is your uh, ideal uh, date for crossing the stage. You get what I'm saying? Right. So it's like you prepare for that. You have a birthday coming up. You prepare Thanksgiving. You start buying meals and stuff before everything in your life has some sort of preparation. So let your internal goals produce the same type of fruit where you are preparing for whatever it is that you're expecting. But last, the final thing, when you're expecting, get around others that are expecting. One of my favorite stories in the Bible, Breeze, is um, in Luke, um, because there's two women, um, they're related, uh, Mary and Elizabeth. Mm -hmm. One was pregnant with John the Baptist and the other was pregnant with Jesus. And once they got near each other, the babies in their womb like leaped. Right. They said that they that the baby leaped. And so Mary looked was like, whatever just happened in your belly, excited what was happening in my belly. And they both got excited. You know what I'm saying? So it's like that. That's that. That really happened. That wasn't just a parable. That was uh, something that truly happened. Um, but as it relates to today, get around people that are expecting not people that we talked about earlier that are going to undermine you. If two people are going for the same position, <laughs> not like that, but get around somebody else that says, look, I'm expecting something great to happen because expectancy is contagious. You know, like in college, you know, study groups, they work for me more than anything because it's like, we're all studying for the same tests. 
So it makes more sense to be around people that are also studying. It makes more sense to say, what did you get on the answer three on the practice test on the quiz? This study guide, this doesn't make sense to me. Where did you find this? Because we're both expecting. You feel me? So it's like since we're both expecting, we both get to a place where we allow that expectancy to be contagious and we can rub off on each other. Right on. So it's like be around people that are also waiting for something to arrive. Be around people that's also positive. You know what I'm saying? Be, be around that. Be around people that will do nothing but bring out the best in you. The people that don't don't try to um, insinuate anger. People that don't try to get you to that place of anguish, a place that you've been trying desperately to get away from. Don't stop stop being around people like that. That's that's just my final point is to be around people who are also expecting because if you're around someone else that's expecting something just as you are like me uh training and working out as much as i do i found that the best workouts i've had are from people that also have their own goals not people that have reached their goals and they're just trying to maintain because i told you as big as i am you wouldn't believe it until i show you pictures and videos i'm the smallest guy in the circle of people that i work out with and that's on purpose it always lets me know there's more you can do you know what I'm saying? Yeah. It's not like I'm not trying to be like them. It's just like you haven't reached your peak yet. I'm 27 going on 28. These guys are 21, 22 years old, and they're like passing me in everything. And it's like it just gives me a reason to stay youthful. You know what I'm saying? It's like I love that because we're all working towards a bigger goal. But if I'm with someone, if I'm training with somebody that just truthfully doesn't have that ambition or that isn't expecting anything, they just kind of manage, you know, they sustain. It's just like they're, they're complacent with, 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 uh, with their progress. It's like if you're in that area, it's best that I can't be around you right now. God bless you. I still wish you the best. But right now it's not best. It's not wise for me to be around you because I'm expecting something and I can't allow you to drain my expectancy. I can't be around you because, again, because that's chilling. just exactly that's going to be me pouring into you and it's not going to be anything in return. You know, being the DJ, I, I'm sure there's so many things that you expect when it comes out of doing certain venues. If somebody hits you up and they're like, hey, we got this big event coming up or you find out you catch uh you know, you catch wind that there's going to be some major celebrity or some major star at an event that comes with the level of expectation, because now you like I got to play my best stuff. I got to spend my best records. I got to bring my best equipment. I have to make sure that I'm there early to do mic check. I can't have any mishaps. Yep. You know what yep. I'm saying? You exactly. got a story you can relate to that on? Oh, I shoot uh, a couple weeks ago when I did the uh, pop in the pop up uh, shop for um, plugged in. Yeah. Mm. Um, Sino. Shout out to Sino. He had an album release party. And uh, DJ BJ was there and all that stuff. So I just had to make sure I had everything on point. Multiple yeah. mics, you know, speakers was good. And then I had another event going on. So I had to have come, somebody come in and set up while I went to the other event. So mm -hmm. there you go. <laughs> and the worst would be if Sino had showed up and you wasn't expecting him to. Because now you're just you're just preparing for like a quote unquote regular shindig, but, and then he shows up and you like oh, oh I only got one mic oh Is that I don't cool? have exactly that, that would have been the main thing but aside from that we would have been I would have been able to manage it because I do it a lot but because you prepare right but mm -hmm. the main thing is I want to make sure I'm good I was like oh cool we're gonna have performances let me get make sure I got two mics whoop 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 let's get it exactly so y'all listen yep expectancy is contagious if i leave you with anything i'll leave you with that expectancy is contagious learn to be around people who are also expecting um take a step back and make sure that the people that you are around are people that can help support your vision people that can help minister to whatever it is that you're trying to do wherever it is that you're trying to go make sure they're at a place in their life to where they can help you where you can help each other but nonetheless don't forget that 
your expectancy is just that it's what you are personally expecting i spoke earlier about how now i'm at a place to where i'm learning to put myself first learn to put and keep yourself first because whatever it is that you're expecting you are the person that's ultimately in charge of it you're ultimately in charge of whatever it is you control your own fate in regards of whatever it is that you are truly seeking asking praying and preparing for you control that outcome so long as you control that outcome learn to watch your mouth learn to prepare and learn to be around others that are expecting the same thing that you're um the same thing that you're expecting but i'm gonna just pray to close us out god i thank you i thank you for this day i thank you for this year god i thank you for the way that you are moving god amongst us i thank you for this platform and this ministry that you have called me to i pray right now for everyone that's in the season of expectation god help them to stay motivated god help them to stay inspired during this season of expectation god allow them to prepare for what it is that they're truly believing and expecting you for god allow them to watch their mouth allow them to watch their circle god allow them to only surround themselves with people that can truly help facilitate and help them to cultivate whatever it is that they are expecting to come to full fruition god i pray that you would shut the mouth of anyone around them that has anything negative to say anyone that's boastful anyone that tries to shame them chastise them or condemn them for whatever it is that they're expecting and believing you for god you said in your word that death and life are in the power of the tongue so god we know that we can speak life into situations but we also understand that we can kill situations so god we are not going to use our tongue for evil we are only going to use it to speak life to speak fruit and to produce productivity god just as you have for us help us to continue to expect greater to put ourselves in the best position we can to be all that you have intended for us to be in jesus name we pray amen amen this has been another episode of the tsm podcast dj cool breeze take us up podcast you just heard was made using Anchor. Ever thought about making your own podcast? Anchor makes it really easy for anyone to get started. It's a one-stop shop for recording, hosting, and distributing podcasts. Best of all, it's 100% free. Sign up now at anchor.fm slash new. That's anchor.fm slash new to get started.